This is Jessica. And this is Kelly. And this is the Chasing Brighter podcast. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are continuing our series, Staying Healthy and Happy During the Holidays. And today we are going to be talking about avoiding the happiness trap. How are you doing today, Kelly? I'm doing great, Jess. How are you? You know, I know that sleep is very important and we prioritize sleep. However, Kelly, for the past two nights, I have been staying up very late because I just read the book that ends with us by Colleen Hoover. Did you read this book? Can I roll my eyes to the back of my head? No, why? You hate it? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Let me make sure that this is the book that I... About intimate partner violence. Oh, no, I haven't read that one. Okay, Kelly. <laughs> I was like, you know, I thought, you know what the wrong. book I read was Verity. Did you read that one? Do not read that one. No. Okay. Kelly, this book was so amazing. I had to like tell my children about it. So on the ride to school, I broke down the book. It's like a super minutes. duper bestseller right now. They well, the sequel. So everyone, my clients, everyone's kind of tell me about it because the sequel came out October 2022. Yes. So I'm so yes. glad that I didn't read it a long time ago and had to wait years. Okay. Um, I saw that it was um signed in 2019 to be a movie. Kelly, I, in 15 minutes, I was telling my kids and Dominic was kind of like biting his fingers. He's like, wait, and he was asking me questions about it. And I was like, hey guys, this was so good. However, there are graphic sex scenes. And so Gabby was saying, um, oh, my friend at school was talking about it, but he was only talking about the graphic sex scenes. So, I mean, I, I read a ton. And so some books have sex scenes and some, you know, some of them say, oh, they sure. kind of start kissing and then they wake up in the morning. But this one had like a few, it wasn't 50 shades of gray or anything, but, uh, but anyway, oh, anyways, Kelly, put that up. I seriously, I read it in two nights. I couldn't put it down. My heart was racing. I had to keep reading. I loved the character development. I loved it all. And I'm so excited. There's a sequel that I can start reading tonight. That sounds very lovely. I actually just finished reading Green Lights from Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Biography, autobiography. And he narrates it on the Audible one. And do you love his voice or something? He has a great voice. But um, you know what? I think any book that every book I've read where the the author reads the book, it's especially when it's a biography like that, it just adds so much more. I feel like you get more out of the book because they're speaking their true voice. Yeah. Um, Did you like it? I heard it was kind of oversimplified. Like, I don't know. I've heard mixed reviews oh, it's life, about it, it In some ways, it's still sticking with me. Um, oh, I got to put that on my list. I think you would really like it. Um, you got to, when there's two choices, you got to take the green light. I don't know. That's a terrible impression. <laughs> well, first of all, green, the very yes. end of the book, it, I need to get the paperback of it. Um, because the very end of the book, he talks about chasing your best self. Oh, okay. so I appreciate it. I think the stories were good um, coming from the childhood that we had or like just upbringing being in the country ish, mm -hmm. um, even though we didn't have the volatility that he had. Um, we had a pretty stable, uneventful childhood in a lot of ways. Um, anyway, so my point of that, sorry, is I'm digressing, is that um, I devoured that in three days. And so um, I can't. 
I have to practice self-control and I can't jump from another amazing book to another because I have like a family and a husband and obligations because I could just sit and read and devour books when they're that good. So for me, books are for car time and before bed. I too want to drop everything and just read. Um, I am also listening to, I think we talked about this, the series, The School for Good and Evil. So I read, Gabby and I read it together when she was in fifth grade, like two of the books. And now there are six, but at the time there are four of six. So Gabby and I watched the movie on Netflix, which is so cute. And um, it made me want to go back and listen to those books again. So I'm on book three. I think that's a great listen. And I always, it's nice when, um, you can have a family-friendly book to listen to in the car too. So if the kids are in the car, they can hear it as well. Yeah. So I'm um, loving that. And I listen to it at 1.5 speed because. Okay. Sometimes they are, are a little slow. Books. And they, they're very, I, I read really fast. And so I, I need to listen very fast. My all-time favorite, one of my favorite, favorite books. Speaking of shows. Okay. Have I read this? Is Shantaram by Gregory David Roberts. It's a very, thick, a very thick book. Is it like a series you said? Well, actually I'm reading the sequel. It's taking me months to read the sequel because it doesn't come in audible. And so I actually have to read it. And so that yeah. makes, it's like just as thick. But this is now a show on Apple TV. Called Shantaram? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, is it good? The, even the picture looks depressing. Is it depressing? Um, I love, did you ever read A Fine Balance? I don't think so. Okay. So, um, Slumdog Millionaire-esque mm, kind of thing. Okay. So it's really awesome because it, the book is about, it's basically a, um, autobiography. It's kind of, it's a fiction, but it's, uh, Gregory David Roberts. It's about his life. Oh, autobiographical. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, that's, look at you. You're so smart, Jeff. I have the words. Uh, you have the words. <laughs> and it's really i mean the what's cool is the i i read this you know 15 16 ago. years ago and uh, it's okay. so gratifying when you read a book a long time ago and it gets turned into a movie because that means you're a good like but see then i i'm rusty and i don't remember and then i have to reread it well what's kind of cool is it just so happened that i had picked up the sequel back yeah. in march and that's really awesome because now i know what happens further yeah. um but it's what i like some of those epic novels um but it's about his life in bombay india yeah anyway okay um i feel like a lot of our books on our book club and just that we like to highlight on chasing butter is really about women and inspiring women mm -hmm. um, and some of these other ones are like guilty pleasures too like yeah no i i think about that because i'm like oh i really want to talk about i want to do a book club on it ends with us but there is a lot that you could tie into chasing brighter just as far as like intimate partner violence and relationships and choices that we make but i also i talk with um one of the pilates instructors and we talk about it calling it like brain candy you know like sometimes you yeah. need a break and you need like that's like for me the the school for good and evil obviously it's a young adults you know fantasy novel and so it's like you know i don't always need my brain to hurt so much when i'm trying to also you yes. know evolve and grow but anyway the holidays are here and i know we wanted to talk about the happiness trap the happiness trap for me 
I think kind of lines up with maybe a, not so much comparison, which I think is part of it, but what resonates for me is the perfectionism of trying to do all the things and make everything this most wonderful holiday because we need to be hap, 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 happy. How about for you? What do you think of when you think of the happiness trap? Um, so I think about you and I think about um, people who <laughs> um, really have a strong vision of how yes. they would like the holidays to yes. be and do a lot to make that be the way yeah. it is. Um, I thought this episode was going to be very interesting um, in that I I have a little bit of happiness trap situation happening for myself. But I think the other part for me is I don't, I really try not to do that. Um, I try not to go to the extent. I think I, um, so remember when we came for Christmas and Wes was two, um, and like I realize that there are a lot of people who do some pretty ridiculous things for Christmas, like Christmas Eve, Christmas morning thing. And um, I'm not one of them, you know, and uh, Gabby had a giant Barbie house and Dominic had a big train table. Well, it was also like just weird because it was like all about your two kids in some way. And like we were like the second class citizens that came and stood in the corner um, and um, you guys go all out for Christmas and you put on a, a tremendous display for the kids. And it's very, very special for your kids. Um, and I'm not saying that we don't do that sometimes, but the extent to which, especially when the kids were younger, we just don't, we just don't do that. And that's okay. Um, and it's not just about that, but like the fact that mom and dad sleep over or used to sleep over on your couch yeah, to like see the kids no, Christmas in the morning. guest room. Yeah. They still and sleep over your, yeah. your love of seeing the kids come down the stairs and like yeah. see all the things right. is really important to you. Yeah. Um, what do you think that is? What do you think? Like, um, where is that coming from? We were never home growing up on Christmas. And so that's really important to you to be we home. were traveling did you i didn't ever i don't i i think uh our cousin christina yeah when we were ever over there and she would come downstairs and she it was so magical like santa had come and it was like mom and dad sometimes would give us our gifts on christmas eve i don't know it was just like i i was very set when we had kids i wanted to be home on christmas it's and I wanted them to come downstairs mm -hmm. i wanted them to to feel magical um, financially and gift wise, I, I don't think that we, um, spend a lot on the kids. I know when Gabby and Dom were little, like it was one big well, it's thing. Just easy you know? to have a lot of, when they were little, little a lot of right? stuff, but it's like kids. really, we, um, like to make their birthday very special and put a lot into their birthday. Cause that's their special day. So it's not monetary. Like, I don't think we're spending a lot of money on them. Um, but it's more the magic of coming down and having, you know, something special. So that comes, I think, for me that we traveled as kids and were never home on Christmas Day and never had that moment that was like in the movies. The other thing I want to say, too, just for happiness trap. Also, the holidays aren't happy for some people and it can be triggering and like, for instance, maybe for you when you said you felt like second class citizens, maybe that didn't 
feel good, right? And you haven't been here for Christmas since. And maybe you were like, oh, that, you know, that didn't feel good to me. Well, I also think, so in some ways, maybe it had me realize that, um, like, what about my family and my time with my family, right? right? And so that is more sacred in some ways than it was previously. I, um, I don't, I'm okay if we weren't home for Christmas, but I want it to be about my, you know, like yours was about your family. And so it's like, well, I want it to be also about my family and our time as our unit too. And I think that that, and that's just one, like you said, and um, it was interesting because I never thought about it. I really, it was so fun to be with you guys over the holiday. It's so fun visiting you guys over the holidays. Um, And especially with the kids being cousins and stuff, it just really is um but like you said it can be holiday adjacent right you can have the christmas eve and christmas day with your family and come we can visit each other around that time but it doesn't be like on those days that that you've carved out that's important for you yeah and i think um you know for the just kind of i know we kind of dove deep into that particular topic um the holidays can be a lot of fun it's a lot of choices, right? Yeah. About things to do, ways to spend time with people or not. And, you know, there's just not enough hours in the well, month. Right. Yeah. I think that. it can be a vicious cycle that can leave us stressed and anxious and burnout. You know what I mean? And I think um, uh, also there can be, so um, so there can also be demands on your time and money, And then also fear and judgment and disapproval of others, you know? Um, And again, like I said, and I know we've talked about this when we talked with Sophia Lyon about boundaries with family, but like, it can also be like a triggering, like, why am I not happy? I'm supposed to be happy, happy during this time. And so I think that's what we kind of wanted to talk about is just some tips on on how you can avoid that and just be more in the moment and And purposeful and intentional. And I think also where it becomes more relevant to is when you have kids or around kids, because even what we were just talking about, we both have this vision, not vision. We both had this experience. Everybody has an experience as kids in terms of what the holidays were to them. And then you know, translating that to like what you want that to be for your own kids, um, what you do or don't want that to be right for your own kids and sort of setting forth that path of what that is. Um, And everyone has a different view of that. You know, I think mom, you know, the, the Christmas was very special to her. And I think a lot of folks who are maybe the baby boomer generation, Christmas or the holidays and birthdays were like the few times people would get like gifts and stuff because, you know, a lot of families were like, that's when that there was actually a middle class and people were struggling to kind of make ends meet in a lot of ways with we all also, the kids they were yeah, having. I mean, dad talked about ordering something and waiting weeks for the train to come. I think there yeah. was a time when you didn't have access due to transportation. So mom would say they would get like an orange and maybe have to ask her like a banana in her stocking like obviously oranges don't grow in kansas so that would be like the one time of year you would get to have an orange <laughs> you know so i think there were now i think we have access to everything yeah all the time, all the time. and so it is a little different <laughs> you know um but i think i mean i i think 
years ago, I wanted to do everything for everyone and do it all and make cookies for everybody and make all these traditions. And I think I've really backed off on that. And I think I have learned, I think that kind of goes into our first tip is I've learned how to ask for help. You know, we've always had like an annual, we used to, I mean, pre-COVID, we would have um, like an ugly sweater Christmas party or we would have Mm -hmm. a New Year's Eve party. And um, I started having it be potluck, you know, so instead of like pulling my hair out and trying to make all of these wonderful things, it's like, you know what, let's just have potluck, you know, ask people for help. Um, and look at how you can take some things off your plate so you're not stressed. Yes. And, you know, another tip that we talked about is really avoiding emotional vampires. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's about, you know, um, being aware of, you know, the people that you are around um, during the holidays and, you know, finding ways to avoid conflict um, and just being aware of your, you know, of, of what you need and maybe how others are um, socially that, you know, you want to avoid those encounters. I think um, in general, I think we're always encouraging everyone to set some boundaries and recognize that there might be people in your life that, you know, I love the analogy filling your cup. And so it's like you're pouring all of your emotional energy. And when you're with them, you come away empty. So being aware of that, um, sometimes we can't avoid them. Sometimes it's a boss, it's a coworker, you know, whatever. Um, But so, so, so if you can't, you know, sever that relationship, we can, like you're saying, distance yourself from them. Um, So you have the emotional energy to focus on the things that fill your cup. Um, Or also people that you might, recognize, wow, I'm overly accommodating to that person. And this is a time of year where I really don't have a lot of time. And so I've got to be careful. Maybe I don't see that person as much because when I'm with them, I end up, you know, saying yes to a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And I think, you know, all of these tips that we've talked about, will kind of continue to walk through, um, you know, they're really tips to think about all year. And, you know, for us, what we talk about is, you know, during the holiday season, things just get a lot more demanding. So this is really a time where some of these things are like everything is compounded and compacted and compressed and, um, you know, just just things to continue to revisit in your own life. Yeah. Yeah. I think also I want to, and I know we've talked about this before, but like tip three, manage your expectations. You know, I loved when Sophia Lyon um, reminded us that disappointment comes from unmet expectations, you know? And so it's like, let's take a step back, look at previous holidays. And if there were some times where you really kind of felt disappointed, how can we kind of manage those expectations? Do you have, so, I mean, we already kind of talked about that a little bit, right? But like you coming here and being a little disappointed and then being like, okay, here's how I'm going to, you know, change the way I want that to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause even, you know, a couple of years ago where we, we did come for Christmas, right. And I think it was like two years ago, Jess, right. And remember we, rented a house. We had our own Christmas morning. We had our own time. Right. And so that was sort of a way of us kind of, you know, managing those expectations and not being disappointed where we had our own time. 
I think also, you know, during this time, there's a ton of things to do. There are, you know, numerous people you might think about getting gifts for and the stress of trying to find the perfect gift, um, decorating your house, decorating cookies, baking, um, all the things, right? And so part of managing expectations is important externally and communicating to people, but also internally on your own expectations, which is something I have a really hard time with is um, in my mind, I'm thinking about doing all of these things. And then, you know, Christmas Eve comes or even after Christmas, and I find myself disappointed because I didn't get to do all the things I want to do. And that was really that shouldn't be the case. I need to manage my own expectations. I did do a lot of great things. And it's like keeping that perspective. But really starting to kind of manage like what is really what are the things I really want to do, um, or experience or people I want to spend time with and sticking to that plan. I think, you know, that's, that's a good thing to think about as we move into December, and thinking about like, how can you have like a really fun, meaningful, fulfilling holiday season? Yeah. And I think for us as well, I think for me, it's like paring down. Have you ever heard that? Like write your to-do list and then tear it in half kind of thing. Mm. And so for us, we love to do, there's a house that everyone goes to, you know, that has their own station, you know, and the music is whatever coordinated. Is it with the, the one lights. that's like in the street behind you? No, 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 they haven't really been doing that. It's over by mom and dad. So it's like this big ranch. I think the person must work on this trip with like, like, like they have a big front yard. It's this whole thing and you park and you watch it. So we definitely do that. Right. That's free. One night we get in our jammies, we get hot cocoa, we go do that. And then FLM has the cactus garden. Those two are free things that I feel like are a must. And then around that Christmas time, I always go with Teresa to the Bellagio gardens because they make it like insane. I don't know if you, did you ever get to do that? The Bellagio gardens? Yes. The botanical so. gardens and everything yes. is made from plants and it's like insane. Mm-hmm. They have the big polar bears, whatever. So it's like, we do those three things. And then other than that, it's like, I've got to like, um, push out the noise you know so if people are like oh are you gonna do the glittering lights are you gonna go do this you're gonna do that it's like we might if that if i feel like it at that time but it's like i feel good like these three things right so i have like maybe like a six-week time period to do these three things with the kids that are meaningful to us and then you Mm -hmm. know paring it down or i used to go crazy like what can i get the teachers or i don't know like i would make all these gifts and work really hard and try to do all this stuff because you know you know, I love to make things, but it's like you're like, I know we talk about in the blog post, just buy it. Right. So now I'm like $5 Starbucks gift cards for the teachers with a little cookie, the end, you know, and it's like kind of letting go of this. Oh, I'd love to do this elaborate thing. The kind of outsourcing some of the gifts. Um, and then maybe too, I used to want to do like mom and make five different kinds of cookies and give plates to all my friends. Um, And now I choose to maybe make one type of cookie or um, just give my friends a card and let it go that I need to be the Santa for everyone. So last year I bought, um, I I was going to do some, make some Christmas things and I bought like white chocolate chips and I found all these recipes I wanted to do. And I was going to do like the chocolate dipped uh, pretzel sticks, like the big, thick yeah. pretzel sticks. Mm-hmm. And um, it's all still in my pantry. Yeah. I didn't get to it. I bet. And so I, I like over, I over committed and, and undelivered, under delivered. Um, 
I think that I would like to do that again this year. I need to just manage my time better. Also, you know, to everything that you're talking about, we are really kind of coming out of a lot of COVID restrictions still in a lot of ways. And so I feel like this Christmas, especially, there's going to be a lot more that was happening versus last year, like Christmas programs. And you know, there's a lot more um, options and things to do. Families are traveling more. Um, so it becomes a matter of needing to make choices yeah. as well. I was, that reminds me, um, I bought like, you know, cocoa bombs were the biggest thing like a few years ago when I went and bought cocoa bomb molds. I don't know, yeah. just the things and I bought all the things and it's like, you know what? I'm fine with being like, I just threw my money out the window. I'm probably never making cocoa bombs and I will have these cocoa bomb molds in my pantry indefinitely. And I love yeah. to like when you talk about um, decorating and you're like, set it and forget it. I'm up to get a blow up. So so we um, I know our listeners do not know this, but um, we live in the first house, the first and only house uh, my mm-hmm. husband and I have ever purchased. And we were closing on our house in 2009. And the woman goes, oh, my gosh, you live on Christmas Street. I was like, I don't, what's Christmas street? And she was like, oh oh my gosh, your street goes crazy for Christmas. And I was like, okay. I I mean, I like Christmas. So, okay. And then we start getting letters from the neighbors. Get ready. Like the truck is coming. Um, It's Black Friday and we'll start decorating. And there was a whole spreadsheet of people that you would host lunch and from Thanksgiving until time. Christmas, we would be out decorating. The one guy got like a boom. So you could put the lights zigzagged across the street. The cul-de-sac had mini houses with window displays. Um, on Christmas Eve, one neighbor would come and give hot cocoa and candy canes to everybody. And tra- buses would come from a strip and tour our neighborhood. We won the like neighborhood lights display mm-hmm. for decades. Um, and it was a very intense time. And how um, funny was it that you had bought the house that were Disney princesses and yes, you happened to have an 18 month old daughter? Yes. <laughs> and we were they were like, oh, here are 10, you know, life size Disney princesses uh, to put in front of your yard. Um, and so um, our neighbors have since all moved. There's only um, one original us and another neighbor left. And as soon as everybody moved, I was like, I'm getting blow ups. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> forget this. I have two giant blow ups, right? You set it outside, you plug it in the end. It's so we done, went from yeah. like pink lights, hammering things, spending every waking moment. <laughs> and even making, making this new house. princess, there'll be a new princess movie. Yes, you guys would have I to was make like, there princess. was not enough diversity as well. I needed <laughs> some diversity in the princesses, um, some, some racial diversity. And um, yeah. And so... Um, it was it, it was fun because the kids ran up and down the street. You know, we live in a cul-de-sac. It was a community thing, and that was fun. But that was that was like a lifestyle, yeah. That um, was very intense. And so I am totally fine. I think a person could mourn and go on and on about oh, every the neighborhood has changed. Nothing's same. But I am embracing the change and looking at how that's impacting me positively, and that helps me manage my expectations on, like you were saying, okay, what's really, imp- I mean, I think it's a time to audit. What's really important to me? What do we really want to do? Okay, is there anything I want to cook or make? Is there people that I want to see? Um, are there decorations I want to have out and kind of start paring it all down? You know, I wanted to have this, we have the big ceiling. I wanted this 12-foot artificial tree, it's so big. Um, and I told Justin, I, I want to go back to, we used to get a real tree. I'm back to a small 
manageable um, real tree that we don't have to store, you know, so it's okay if you, you change great point some too. things, you know, like, yeah, just well, and maybe the, yeah. I know we only have five tips, but maybe we need to add that. I like that you said audit, audit your list. So yeah. not only are you setting expectations between yourself and others, but you're really making a list and checking it twice kind of a thing that you are doing the things that you want to do. And really that probably leads into our fourth tip anyway, yeah. which is being selfful yeah. um, and really taking time to take care of yourself during the holidays. Um, yeah. I mentioned on a previous um, episode where some girlfriends and I went to tea holiday tea at the peninsula here in chicago which was really so so fun we did a white elephant and it just felt like such a fun festive um activity and i think that you know squeezing in some adult fun during this time my husband and i try to do like a date night dinner around christmas time and the last couple of years what we found is i think the kids are normally in school the friday before their christmas break and so we would take that time and do a day date mm -hmm. and we would just have a really nice lunch yeah. and um, really enjoy our time together for the holiday madness. So that's something else. I mean, it's not just about spending time with your girlfriends, but also, you know, you're connecting with your spouse can yeah. be another part of being selfful. And you know, we talked about that, like we make it about family, 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 and it's like, it can be whatever you want it to be. And it can be about you and doing things just for you. Um, and so I, you know, I think we're encouraging everyone to plan um, at least one thing for yourself that's just for you. I like that. I like that little uh, day off date situation. Um, yeah, I, I think that um, I think this is one that I really want to try even doing all the things that I mentioned or whatever, I think this is one I really want to try to think about, like what would be fun, festive um, thing um, to really like fill my cup, right? During the holiday season this year, um, you know, there's, I, we talked about, you know, there's always things to do. Maybe it's starting to think about the things that you've always wanted to do, but you haven't done. And maybe mm -hmm. picking one of those things. Like I've always wanted to go to the Nutcracker. Is that a good thing? I hear mixed, mixed feedback on like, if I should go see the Nutcracker or like the Christmas Carol, maybe I go see it. Mm -hmm. Maybe you go see an yeah. event, you know, a play or something with friends. Or yeah, family. we've, yeah, we, um, I'm trying to think if we've done the Nutcracker. I think Gabby went with a friend. The Smith Center here does it. Um, and Gabby was in a Nutcracker just a couple oh, years ago, yeah. but they called it yes. like the Nutcracker remix. So they also had tap, um, you know, different genres of music. Um, I just think if, I mean, I would, I would do anything. It's like if you're a ballet person, right, there's not going to be talking, right? It's going to be um, an orchestra um, and it, it can run long. So I think you would mm -hmm. enjoy it taking the boys oh uh, no that would not yeah. be fun for that's me true. right but like <laughs> it have to be something that's <laughs> but, more engaging for them um uh, i'm excited for my selfful thing i know and um, we talked about it but i'm gonna go to the the bad elf pop-up sunday with my girlfriends where it's like a cheesy bar with lights everywhere it has yay, an airstream yeah, inside cool. yay and we're gonna go and kind of like um check that situation out so i think that will be um really fun and, and you know maybe start a new tradition um mm -hmm. where i can meet up with my girlfriends during this time and i think um tying back to this this time of year might be emotional 
for for some of us. Um, And so I think it's important that you allow yourself to feel all the feels, you know, feelings are just that they're feelings. They're neither good nor bad. They just are. So if you find yourself feeling anything other than happy, that's okay. You know, this is a lifelong effort for me in terms of really taking time to, to do that. Um, just, you know, instead of really avoiding those emotions, which is what I tend to do. Um, it's very easy to busy yourself during the holidays and, um, not a way of numbing, right? Yes. And not really taking the time to kind of, to your point, feel the feels. And I think sometimes for me too, is by doing that, it fills your cup. It can fill your cup meaning that you're taking this moment you're recognizing your feelings and you're allowing them to kind of pour over you right and accept them and really kind of making a moment even more meaningful and so i think about this as not only the stressful and straining types of situations but also the ones where you know you're you're taking your family to as Christmas activity and like just taking that moment to like feel that feel of pride or happiness or joy and thinking about why is it that that's doing that is maybe part of that too. And it really helps you feel and know that you're, you know, kind of filling your cup, if you will. I'm not the therapist here. I'm just using my lame words. I think about like the opposite of that where like, Let's say um, I'm probably not going to do that this year, but let's say like we buy tickets ahead of time and it's like 50 to $75 a kid and it's some kind of Santa experience. And they're like, why are we here? This is boring. I don't want to be here. I'm ready to go. Why can't Mm -hmm. I get this $500 ornament that's that they're like, (laughs) you know, so, so, you know, it's like, I'm doing this for you. This is supposed to be, you know, but like that's reacting. And so, you know, like when you're talking about, and I love, I know you're talking about the rain method, which I love, and you've brought it up. We've talked about it before recognize. So it's like, I'm feeling really disappointed. Right. And that internal dialogue of I'm accepting that I'm feeling disappointed and this is not going the way that I want ask, you know, so it's recognize, accept, investigate. Why do I feel this way? Well, because I spent X amount of money. I took time off. I'm trying to be with my kids and they're ungrateful, you know, and then the N not identify, you know, you are not your emotions. You're a whole person. And this is a tiny part of you. So this is two hours of my life. They're just kids. They don't understand. They don't, they can't conceptualize what went into all of this and it's going to be okay. Um, and uh, I don't need to kind of lash out. Yes, I'm disappointed, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, and that's probably why I think when we are kind of talking about auditing, it's like ch- check in with the family too. Do people want to do this? Or are you just trying to like, you know, compare to other people and live this life because you're trying to like make Instagram yeah, photos? Yeah, something. like something to tell everybody else that you're doing. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a really What are great. we doing? Um, we basically, yeah, we stay in our, the kids stay in their underwear all day. We don't do anything. Can that go on Instagram? Well, you know, the thing is, is I feel like my kids, especially um, the younger one now would just be on video games his whole life. And it's actually not fulfilling. And I'm trying to teach him that personal connections and time with people is. Uh, yeah, it's that balance. We've talked about it because I want to do nothing too. Like we're all over scheduled. And so when we have a moment where we can sleep in, um, you're right. It's finding that balance of doing something not mindless and numbing, 
you know, which can have a purpose, which is maybe video games or whatever. Um, but then, you know, also in engaging in some things and what does that look like? And it doesn't have to be going and doing all of these things. But like you said, just doing the pretzel rods, the, you know, Beckett's super creative and West loves to cook. So that could totally be something yeah, that that's, they do, you know, that's my, that was my thinking too, um, is, you know, trying to get them more engaged on something like that. I, I luckily, I feel like Wes is kind of growing out of the video game stuff a bit. And so it's easy then to kind of drag Beckett out of it too. You know, I think, um, for many of us, we all look forward to the holidays. It's a time, it's a break. Um, from the doldrums of life in some way. And it is, you know, a time you can make some really fun memories. And so, you know, we're by no means the experts here. I think what's awesome about what, you know, even this episode is it's kind of refreshing. I don't know about you, Jess, but it's like keeping all these things top of mind for me that I can continue to kind of figure out ways to make a great holiday season for myself um, and my family and people around me um, and not have it be such a struggle right? And not have it be stressful. How can we all take that stress out, practicing our self-compassion, letting go of the perfectionism and all the things and truly enjoy the holidays. It'll be fun. Yeah. And when we, when we look back um, on memorable holidays, that's what you're, that's what you're attached to is the memories and, and how you felt and not you know, these finishing touches of it looking a certain way or being a certain way, you know, so, um, you know, we can just live with intention. um, And like you said, find joy in the imperfection of the season. So wise. Well, good luck, everyone. We hope you have a very fun, enjoyable and fulfilling holiday. And we will try to do the same. Thanks for listening and joining us today. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Chasing Brighter or on our blog, ChasingBrighter.com.